Somewhere down in Fullerton, that's the place we used to go to get away from it all. Somewhere down in Fullerton, that's the place we used to go to get away from it all. Hello and welcome to the weekly recap. This is Jake. Uh, Nick is alongside. And when I say alongside, I mean across the country. And this is episode number 82, the Antoine Randall L episode. Throwback to... He probably should have been the MVP in Super Bowl. Uh, oh, actually, I have it hanging on uh, my wall. XLV. So 45? 45? He was. He didn't play in 45. He played in 40, maybe. In, tw- in <clears throat> 2008? Yeah, no, that's... Oh, maybe you're right. That's 40... What was that? 42 then it must have been. or 41. 43. 43 was the one that we were in. 43? Yeah. Why am I seeing 45 though? 45 we lost. Oh, that's right. That was the that was the Packers. Yeah. Packers year. Austin, if he ever listens to this, he'll, I'm sure he'll send us a text and be like, haha, fuck you guys. You idiot. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm a big, big Packers fan. Well, you, oh, you mean instead of uh, San Antonio Holmes? Uh, no, 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 wasn't it? So, what was it? We played in 40, 43, and 45? Yes. I'm thinking of 40, because he threw that pass to Heinz Ward. Yes, but Heinz yeah, Ward got the that, MVP because he had two touchdowns. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, well, anyway. I mean, when you throw for one and you still get, what, like 60 yards or something in receiving, I mean... Yeah, that's pretty That's pretty crazy, because I think that... Wasn't Randall L. also a, a... He was either a high school or a college quarterback, Right. Yeah, and then Heinz Ward also played quarterback at Georgia, I think. Right? I'm watching. I don't even yeah, know. I'm sure he did. Yeah, I think he did. I mean, anyway, Heinz Ward is um, is one of the one of my favorite players from that era. And this is uh, this is a beer podcast. Welcome <laughs> uh, to Fair all enough. who's listening, all newcomers. If we have any, if not. Thanks for coming back and listening to us talk about BS for anywhere between 50 and, I don't know, 75 minutes, minutes yeah. somewhere in that range. Sure. We've gone longer. We've gone shorter. <laughs> you know, it's uh, however we're feeling. Uh, Nick, how are you doing tonight? How is, uh, how's that beer you're drinking there? Uh, so it might be the most satisfying beer I've ever drank. Um, just on the fact that this weekend has been straight hell for me. Uh, so everybody knows at this point, if you listen along, uh, I work in retail. And so the past three days have been extremely long, extremely tiresome days. Um, just based on volume of people that you see and like the deals and the excitement around shopping and all this stuff. And I, I really do enjoy this time of year. But the thing is, like, it's tiring when you're understaffed and overworked, you know? So I, I, I love, love, love shopping on Black Friday. It's the stupidest thing. I hate this holiday. It's not even a holiday, right? I love Thanksgiving. I love sitting around getting drunk and fat and eating all the best foods all year long in one day, you know? But... I do enjoy working in retail on Black Friday for the simple fact that everybody wa- everybody you deal with is ready to buy. Nobody's a dickhead. Nobody's being pissed off. Everybody wants what the best deal is, 
right? And that's what sales is about. Like you're not just sitting here uh, being a self-checkout at Walmart. You know, you're not just boop, 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 boop. That's not how this goes. Everything about this holiday is give me as much stuff for as little money as you can. And that's what I like about being in sales in a retail environment on Black Friday. What I don't like is working 15 hours on Friday, waking up again and doing it on Saturday, waking up again one more time on Sunday on a shorter day at least. But it's a it's a tough thing, you know. So at this point, I had an old-fashioned when I got off of work tonight. I had one double IPA. I'm on my second double IPA. It's going to be a good podcast. Yeah, it sounds like it. Um, it's interesting <laughs> that you say that you like working in retail on Black Friday. I mean, I get that it's it's a huge opportunity for you, like somebody who works on commission, to make a lot of money. And I know that my couple of my friends who have worked in other retail stores say it's sort of the same thing. But just the madness surrounding it. I mean, I, I it, it was snowing up here in uh, in Oregon, so that there weren't that many people out. But I did go out on Friday to kind of bounce around a little bit, and I think I went to the went to the grocery store and stuff and you can just see there are just flocks of people out. And I think that it would get, it would just get outrageous for the people who are working retail for that day. Um, I've worked sort in, in food service on black Friday. And that's usually a pretty big day for food service as well, because no one's obviously no one's cooking their own meals for the second day in a row. They're either, either eating leftovers or they're out shopping and they just want to go grab a quick bite somewhere but it's i i just find it i find it uh peculiar i guess that that you like enjoy it i guess i guess you kind of have to have a good attitude going into it otherwise you drive yourself insane oh yeah no, no, no. that much in like a two-day or three-day span my thing is like so i used to work a call center job and i loved that job honestly like it was the most mundane same thing, call after call after call after call after call for hours on end. But if you make the work enjoyable, and it's it's kind of the opposite of do what you love and you never work a day in your life, right? It's work hard and make the best of what you're doing, you know? So in that case, like Black Friday is retail Christmas, right? You're excited. Everybody is there because they want to be there. Nobody is accidentally coming to your store on Black Friday. They're not walking in with a problem on Black Friday. And I'm not going to get into what I do for a living because I don't think that that has any bearing on the conversation, but I work in I feel a, like you've mentioned it before that I feel like if, if somebody perused, uh, you know, the last 81 episodes of this podcast, they would probably come across one or two times when you've mentioned it. And I don't think I've ever said the company that I work for, but I do work in a technology driven retail environment. environment. So that's fine. But at the same time, like some people come in about complaints and some people come in about products and problems with products and things like that. So the people that know me that know that I do this podcast know what I do for a living. And I don't think that it's a, out of my realm for me to enjoy the day because everybody's ready to buy. They got the checkbook open. They're ready to write that big ass fucking check. It doesn't matter what they're buying. They're ready to buy it, you know? 
So that's what makes me excited about the day. But then also people have fun with it. They're like, it's, it's one of those things like, Oh, who are you shopping for today? Oh, what, what else can we get you? Like just everything just piles on and it's, it's gluttony and it's finest, you know, it's greed and gluttony and everything just playing together. The seven deadly. It's, cra- it's, cra- it's also like, crazy to me. Cause you know, I don't know how, I don't know what your thoughts are on this, but when I see some of the deals that people are presenting, I'm like, it's not that great of a deal. No, no, absolutely like, not. It's, it's not, you know, if you if you were to track prices on the things that are are discounted on Black Friday throughout the year, you'd probably wouldn't see that big of a difference. There's there's a website for this and I can't remember the name of it. It's like deal or not I forget like it, it's something like that where you can actually see like when things are actually cheaper versus when the deals are just made to make you believe that it's cheaper. And one of those is always like Labor Day for furniture is like the big one where everybody's like, oh, my God, uh, Levin has, you know, half off stuff and it's half off of the full manufacturer's price that they never offer anyway. Right. right. So like that's the play. But there are some things, especially my industry, there are some things where you get a steal on things. And there's uh, there's something to be said about marketing for sure, but there's also something to be said about really hunting those deals. And that and I, I love that. I love sitting there on Thanksgiving night full and drunk and buying stuff like I did the computer that's sitting behind me. <laughs> Yeah, but, I remember last year I I really got caught up in in like, oh man, like I'm just going to buy stuff just cuz I want to, not because I think that I'm getting a great deal. Right? Sure. But yeah. You know, maybe and maybe I am stating the obvious. Maybe everybody already knows that like these deals aren't that great, but it's sort of just you just get caught up in like the the rush of everything and everybody's out and everybody's having a good time or seemingly having a good time and and you know, I think that it's gone it, it's it's calm down a little bit, I guess is how I would put it. Yeah. I, I don't know when, that when black Friday first became like a massive thing, maybe like the five, year you were born years ago. Right. <laughs> or yeah, I guess even, even longer than that, but, but <laughs> in the new age of like social media and everybody having access to like, you know, information at, at you know, like maybe with the, the birth of like the iPhone is, is really when like, everything sort of just got hyped up so much more people were like dying people were getting trampled and stuff like you don't really hear about that much anymore i mean i I guess i don't really pay that much attention to like those types of stories but i don't think there have really been that many no i think you're right deals there's so many cyber deals nowadays and things like that like e-commerce is just and everybody does like the whole oh black friday all month long type of thing and yeah. even in my industry, you have like pre black Friday deals and, and like that kind of stuff. But one thing that, um, to tie back to the beer industry in this beer podcast that we have, um, is this a beer podcast? It's kind of a beer, really, po- beer podcast. We'll put it like a little asterisk next to beer podcast, sort of. Right. But the, um, the cool thing that everybody on everybody does on Black Friday is fucking stouts, right? Everybody releases their rare release stouts. They have festivals about it. There's freaking um, I, I hate to say this even to like 
build them up a little bit more is like Goose Island and BCBS comes out on Friday and everybody's, oh yeah, fucking, I need the variants. Give me the barley wine. I need that. You know, bah, 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 bah. Yeah, but right, right. There are some kick-ass events that go on around Black Friday in the beer community too. And whether it's 20% off merch, 30% off merch, shout out hop culture. Um, there's like, everybody does something for Black Friday. It doesn't matter if you're selling a iPhone or selling a, a freaking uh, Etsy phone case, something like that. You know, I don't know. But that was two things that are pretty well related. I'm sorry. Try to help me out here, Jake. Come on. Please. It's just funny because you just like you just that's just a layup. Like you're just you're just giving I just, somebody like a, a free run at, at what it is that you do for a living. Like, oh, like, fuck off! You Come on. Guess. Go Come ahead. on. I'll give you two guesses and you already know what Nick does for a thing after those two things that he just ran off. I don't know. I was just thinking about, you said iPhone earlier. You can bleep those out if you want. That would be funny. That would be funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it, it's just like, I, it's a fun time of year. I mean, I enjoy it. Yeah, but everybody's getting the rush out, of the like, thing. It's all, it's all getting there, getting the new thing before the person next to you does. And like, yeah, Oh, what's get, like, the, all, the $79 TV at Walmart it. or Best Buy or whatever. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, it's fine. I mean, I don't, again, I, I don't think that across the board you're getting great deals anywhere. Like maybe somebody is giving a fantastic deal on something, but it's really just, it's that time of year. People are looking to buy stuff and people buy plenty of stuff on black Friday. I mean, I saw Jesus Christ. That's I, I pull up next to somebody it was snowing like all weekend. So, so Friday, like everyone is driving three miles an hour. Oh, sure. It's like a 40, it's a 45 and people are driving 10. So I'm, <laughs> I'm like, you know, driving next to somebody. I have it effectively in cruise control on like 12. I'm going 12 right on cruise control. And I'm like looking over at these people next to me. They got like a massive fucking TV in their back seat. The woman up front <laughs> is like holding all the shit. Like, <laughs> and, I know, love that though. I love that. People, but, people just, they go insane for it. it. It's just crazy to me. I and mean, I, I do, don't get me wrong. Cause I, I've always been somebody who likes going to the store to like see things as much as I like shopping online. And I do plenty of that. It's the, most of the stuff that I buy online is stuff that I wouldn't be able to find anywhere in like a store, but I do like going to the mall and like kind of hanging out, especially around the holidays. Like it's people are just like in like a pretty good mood. No, I mean, I'm sure that people who work in retail and like malls and stuff would, would disagree with that because I'm sure there are plenty of people who give them a hard time. Yeah. Because when that, that tickle me Elmo sells out and you're the third person back, you're about ready to stab somebody. I was going to, I was going to say we we could do like a, who would you drink with, with uh, Sesame street characters and or Muppets, which would have been, which would have been a good one. We can, we can put that one on, uh, on hold. Oh, damn. I just saw a, a preview trailer for No Time to Die, which is the new James Bond movie. That shit looks fire. Oh no way! Yeah, I'm um, for that. There's so many good movies out now. I want to go see. I want to go to the movies for like a day straight and just watch <laughs> all the ones that are out because they all look good. All right, but let's talk a little bit about like Black Friday, okay? And beer. Let's let's focus on the beer because we've focused on the retail side of things. Obviously, I work there, Jake. You know enough about it, but. There's uh there's some really kick-ass events that go on in November in general, but there's there's a couple of big ones that always seem to draw 
the biggest like reviews and stuff like that outside of like shopping that day. Right. So like, um, one that, one that really stands out to me and I've been following this now for a couple of years is the veil does dark days, which is D A Z E. And it's a Friday beer release and they do something ridiculous, like 20 bottles and like six cans or something like that. Like it's, it's outrageous how much beer they have for sale. And just like following along on their Instagram, obviously I didn't go this year, but I want to, and I want to just like find a new job so I can go to the Vale on Black Friday. Just like drive out Thursday night, get right in line at 6 a.m., hang out, get get the best beer on the planet or whatever, you know. But um, the, the, Richmond really was my focus this year on like what the, the cool Black Friday things were because like Dark Days is crazy and they have so much beer. That's absurd. I mean, that, that almost takes us back to a segment that we did a few weeks ago about having like just an outrageous amount of beer. Uh, we were focusing on tap rooms having over, I think, 30 taps or something like that. Do you think that it starts to dilute uh, like the meaning and, and like the, the maybe even the quality a little bit, having 20 different bottles. I mean, if okay, so all coming from the same batch and they're different adjuncts and things like that in a place like the Vale, I can't imagine that they make a bad beer ever and they would, they would let themselves like suffer in the quality of the product that they're making. Right. But I, I so but I will say that lot, 20, it might be a way beer. overestimate that it, it might only be like 10, but it looked like there were so many bottles. So, Trevor, before you text me angrily and say, no, it's only 12 bottles. Yeah, I don't like know exactly. Bottles, you idiot. I don't yeah. care. I don't know exactly, but they, their Instagram is full of bottles. They do 500 mil, 750s. They do um, one liter magnums. They do three liter magnums. Like, there's so much beer that you can buy. And The absurdity uh, of a three liter bottle of, of beer uh, is something I can't quite handle. Like right at that, at that point, you might as well just like just keg it. <laughs> Seriously, just, just do the. They do might the, just like, do like a six Heineken keg mini. Yeah, do like the Heineken mini kegs or a six <laughs> Yeah, right. Yes, just fucking six it up and call it a day. Do not even. Th- the fact that more people haven't gotten on the the mini uh, Heineken keg wave is pretty pretty confusing to me because that's a really cool little like idea. Yeah, you're right. I think that it's portable. It's a party thing. Like you bring it to a party and you're like, hey, cool. I got this whole yeah, keg of sure blah, that, blah, I'm blah, sure blah, you know. It's, it's really difficult to do at a small scale. Oh, you know, I'm like, sure, I'm, yeah. Like the reason that Heineken can do it is because they're, you know, one of the biggest names in beer worldwide. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. That's a household name when it comes to beer. So that's, Yeah, but I mean, what are you going to do? Have six just, of them you know, and hey, like sell out? See somebody, I would love to see somebody just, you know, take a stab at it and like do it do it for you know a one time thing cuz like i think that would be sick yeah all you have to do is make it like a uh, like a magnum because honestly people chase magnums trevor will tell you that like when we went down to the vale he he texted me and he was like any magnum that you can get get me get it yeah like for sure just cuz he wanted the novelty of it so a, a mini keg obviously probably wouldn't keep as long and that's probably the problem but at the same time, you could put it on a shelf 
and like show it off, especially if it's like a stout or a barley oh, yeah. wine or like yeah, a, no. like so a farmhouse the, the or something was, like that. Right. The thing was, uh, with the, the place that we used to work at, um, they, the, one year they did, uh, I think it was like a Christmas. It, it must've just been for one, one or two years or something. They did like this Christmas, like stackable wine bottle thing where it was, it was like the equivalent of a Magnum size bottle. And there were three smaller bottles that were stacked on top of each other. Oh, that's badass! And it was actually. the coolest ass thing. And people like people ask about that every year on the holidays. They're like, "When are you going to bring that back?" Like that was so cool because they they bottled three different wines, right? So you got three different wines in this in this thing, and it's just like this collectible kind of jar. Like like cool stuff like that is always going to attract people. And I think you know, it, it's probably too expensive. Like I said, I mean, I I, I don't know the inner workings of of uh, you know, purchasing packages for, for beer, be it cans or bottles or whatever it is. But I'd imagine that like specialty things like that are probably very expensive and that's probably why you don't see it, but it would be cool. I don't know. People who, who get bigger. I mean, there's plenty of breweries that every year that are just like growing at these ridiculous rates. So, you know, maybe if somebody ever listens to this, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. Hashtag patent pending, right? Hashtag patent pending. So yeah, I mean that it's this is definitely this the the time of year for stouts, and it's cool to to see that a bunch of people are kind of embracing that. And well, yeah, like Aslan, Aslan did last year. They had uh, they had a candle theme thing that was like every flame was a different color, and they did like six or eight different ones, and then this year they did like a like a throwback to like family circus type of thing. Like it, it, it was weird. So I, I don't, I don't know about like the backstory of what they did, but it was six different like cartoon characters or like, um, comic book characters. Right. And they were like the, the yips and the mitts and there were three of each and they did six different stouts released on black Friday and you could buy all of them and like multiples or whatever, you know, that kind of thing. So like everybody really jumps on that bandwagon, even locally, like uh, BG did uh brew gentleman did uh double max uh, five, their fifth anniversary Porter and um, the end, which is another stout that they do. And um, it was uh it was like an event. And then of course, of course the tea this week is fricking voodoo decides to have a barrel room collection release the same day. So I don't know if you've heard anything about this and this might just be hearsay, but the, uh, the hearsay around Pittsburgh craft beer is that voodoo and brew gentlemen fucking hate each other. Like, I don't know if this is true. Again, neckbeards, please attack me on social media and tell me what the truth is. But every time Brew Gentleman has an event, Voodoo has a barrel release. Like some sort of, or, or like a can release or something that is very sought after. And it's been going on for at least the last two, maybe three years that I've been paying attention to it. And it's always this ridiculous, like, Oh, you know, brew gentlemen opened at noon on black Friday and they were like ready to go. And like, 
had all these rare beers that they were going to tap for the day, and they were going to, and once they were gone, they're gone. And then at three o'clock, when the Voodoo Compound opened, they released on social media their Barrel Room collection. Uh, IBS um, was the Imperial. I uh, I don't have it up in front of me, but it was an Imperial Stout, and everybody was like. Oh, I got to get to Voodoo right now. And they sold out in like half an hour. And there were, you know, 400 bottles per brewery or per, per Voodoo outpost, you know? So this is something that's been going on. I, I love, uh, some good, you know, healthy anger and healthy competition. I mean, as much as I like, and we always talk about how much we love how, how inclusive and, and collaborative the craft beer industry is, you know, Hey, I want to see some fights, dude. I want to see some people going for next. You want to see McKellar versus uh, evil twin. Yeah. Like I want to see some (laughs) shit where like people start like naming beers, like fuck, fuck voodoo. (laughs) Well, something crazy like that. Like I think that'd be hilarious. Like it's, it's just, yeah, and I'm sure that they'll they'll make up at some point. I, I don't know who you know who pissed off who, and I'm sure it was a stupid reason that they're that they're fighting, right? right. But like then you know you had uh, you had Voodoo, you know, having to rename their their Pittsburgh beer like like uh, non trademark <laughs> infringement IPA infringement uh, like school IPA or something like <laughs> alma mater. Like yeah, like, yeah, they called know, it like, non trademark infringement alma mater with, like, IPA. Other, bigger breweries sometimes and stuff like that. But like, I mean, there's no reason you can't see it on the, on like the smaller scale, people like going after each other. I mean, yeah, but the other side of that is like, even if it's just joking around and like people think that like there, there's like a big competition, you can definitely, it's just funny. I don't know. Well, one thing that's very topical right this second is, um, mass, mass landing from Cleveland and grist house from Pittsburgh just did, back-to-back releases uh well not back-to-back it was a you know week between because for the thursday night game mass landing release pit at clee and it was a sour ale and then this past weekend grist house released clee at pit for the the browns and steelers face off right so yeah like that that's a that's a collaborative effort between two cities that are you know going going at each other so I think that this is, it's gotta be personal. I, I, if, if it's true again, I don't know the story. All I know is that voodoo and brew gentlemen go head to head on a lot of things. Well, there, you know that it's not all like, you know, butterflies and rainbows. Oh you God. Know, no. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Sure There's so many people you know, and they would, I don't think anybody would ever really admit it. And, and I wouldn't want to like put anybody on the spot and be like, who do you hate in the craft beer industry? And, you know, maybe people would be pretty upfront about it if you ask them straight up. And and, and Trevor is, I mean, he, he's going to listen to this and he's going to, I'm sure, give us some, some thoughts on people that he doesn't like or people that he's, he's come across. But like, even, I'm sure even when you do some collaborations and stuff, like maybe there's some you know, bickering some back and forth where you're like, well, you know, I don't agree with how you do this or I don't agree with, you know, what you're doing here, blah, blah, blah. Um, I mean, as a, as a whole, the industry is, it's, it's fun because everybody kind of 
works together and it's not like anybody's trying to push anybody out of the industry. Like I think that that's like taking it a little too far. If you're, if you're like actually legitimately trying to, to go for somebody's job. Oh God. Yeah. There's somebody's income. There's no room for that. There's no room for that in the industry at all. I don't think that that's necessarily the intent. I think that it's maybe just some sort of like bad blood between the owners or like some sort of quabble or uh, what do I mean? Quarrel. Quarrel. Yeah, not quabble. Quarrel between. No, I don't think that's a word. Squabble. Squabble. Maybe squabble. Squabble. Is that what I'm saying? Squabble. Quarrel and squabble together is squabble. Yeah. We should. We should trademark that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. This is throw, uh, that, some, throw that on some squabble with it. <laughs> quabble with it. Qua- quabble with it. Quabble with it. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I think that there's definitely. Uh, I, I mean, there's a place for competition for sure, and you don't have to be friends with everybody at all. But no, and no one is. No, and it's it's you the know, same I'm as sure like a, it's the same argument as politics, right? Like everybody hates everybody when it comes to your personal politics, but your beliefs and your values can be universal, right? Yeah. So it's the same idea with, with craft beer. You don't necessarily need to like each other to be able to create a community around it. So if there, if it's a friendly competition or if it's, Hey, let's, let's see who sells out first or blah, 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 whatever. Like that kind of thing's fine. You know, I don't think that's what well, it that is. Being said, but- <laughs> I would say that, that the majority, like the vast majority of people do get along, you know, like I, I would oh, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that if, like, if you were to legitimately ask a lot of brewers would be like, yeah, I don't, I don't really have any, any, uh, bad blood towards anybody in, in the industry. You know, it's all we're, and there's plenty to go around too. I mean, clearly everybody's making money. Everybody is, you know, right now, I don't know if there is a tipping point or, you know, what will happen when that happens, but you know, everybody, everybody's making plenty of money. There, there are people going to like four or five breweries in a day sometimes with tours and things like that. And, you know, I, I've never really been to a brewery that's been completely dead, you know, maybe up here. I mean, occasionally when, when you go at the right time in in Central Oregon, there's just not that many people up here to be at these breweries all the time. But you know, on good summer days, you know, you're gonna see people literally everywhere. And, you know, there's no reason to I don't think there's a reason to really hate anybody else. I mean, you know, maybe you got into some social media fights or something, or like, you know, they they try to use a name that you'd used before and you don't like that or something like that. Uh, could, I guess, spawn some sort of hatred, but it would I, to me, it would just be stupid. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, I think that, again, it's it's about community. And, and we, uh, we always talk about, um, like, the local guys and supporting what's around you and, and, and that kind of thing. And one of the biggest days for that was Saturday, right? And like small business Saturday and, and really like going out. And the thing about that is like, I saw a post from somebody over the weekend here and they were like, you know what? You should definitely go and support small businesses on Saturday, but you should support them all year long because when you show up to these places and you know, the person who owns it, um, 
you walk in and they go, Hey, you know, what's, how's, how's the, how the kids, how are, you know, how's your work going? Like that kind of, like you get more of an interaction than the kid standing at Applebee's, you know, sitting you at your table or whatever, you know, that kind of thing. Like, it's just, it's more of a community thing. Now, obviously, I mean, I mean that in the broadest sense, like, I'm not going to say that I don't know the server at Chick-fil-A who's there every time I drive through the drive through like, yeah, that's another thing. That's interesting that you you say it like that. It's a weird thing to like say. Franchisees, franchisees are people in in a lot of cases. There are people like local people mm-hmm. that are developing. Maybe maybe not. That's that's a broad statement. But you know, it's there's no reason that somebody local can't own like a single pizza hut or something. You know, so yeah. I'd be interested to see what the statistics on. Are, and, uh, but again, I know what you're saying. Like it, the the one off restaurants and and breweries and stuff like that. Like you definitely have to support them because they're they're what gives places character, and that's what that's obviously the biggest uh, issue with gentrification is that you start to lose the character by having all these massive corporations come in and set up shop in locations where there used to be, you know, a mom and pop pizza shop or or. Uh, sandwich place or whatever um but yeah it's 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 a cool thing that they do it uh the weekend after thanksgiving because that's a great time that everyone is always out the weekend after thanksgiving people are everywhere oh yeah everybody's celebrating and things like that and it's it's cool that they they promote it that heavily i mean you see it everywhere you see it on tv commercials radio i mean signs like i've seen a ton of signs in pittsburgh even out here in oregon some some of those, but it's, it, they couldn't pick a better time I think, throughout the year. I mean, maybe, maybe another big holiday like Labor Day weekend or, or fourth of July week or something like that. But it's not, it's not as consistent as the Saturday after Thanksgiving, which is just the perfect time. Yeah. Because everybody's in town, there's travel, there's, you know, everything, right. Everything just builds up to that for shopping. Right. Oh yeah. So let's uh, let's transition into our segment of the week here, so we can kind of get rolling downhill towards the end of the podcast. Um, our segment this week is who you drink with NFL Matt. Uh, I'm sorry, NFL quarterback. You just edition. That was a, that that was was a Freudian, slip. Freudian slip you, for sure. We really tried to. We we just discussed <laughs> this before we got into the segment. We were going to do mascots, but Nick was like, Oh, I don't know enough mascots, blah, blah, blah. Like I don't, I don't know enough NFL mascots. I know Steely McBeam and that's it. I can't think of anybody. Like, it's not like Yosemite Buccaneer or anything like that. Like, I don't know their fucking names. I can't just say like, yeah, but you could have just picked like the Buccaneers, Matt. Like, yeah, but like the Arizona Cardinals, like the Arizona Cardinals, uh, Cardi the Cardinal. Like, no, it's not Cardi B the Cardinal. Okay, no, we don't know. Okay, we don't know the name of the Cardinal that supports Arizona. I'm sorry, I just don't. Yeah, but you like, no, no, no. Go ahead, name one other, name one other mascot other than Sealy McBeam. Like an actual name of yes, like an actual name of the mascot. Oh man. Uh, great question. <laughs> Just go uh, ahead. I dare you. Oh yeah. Good question. Uh, <laughs> good call. Right? I was mostly just looking for like the, like Mel Gibson, the Patriot. No, that's not his name. Okay. 
I was just looking for like <laughs> just dra- like. Oh, you meant like speaking. no, no brownie the, the brown. Idea, no, the I'm sorry, of, it's the not idea no. of the mascot. I wasn't okay. really looking for. We'll do some you know, research. The actual the actual mascot. No, um, I want to drink with the actual mascot. Like not, I don't want to drink with the Keller Brown. Okay, so we're gonna do this NFL quarterbacks. Who are you drinking with? What are you drinking? Ready? Yeah, let's go for it. Okay. So rapid fire, top three, back and forth. Okay. You start. I'll go next. You go again. I go again. You go again. I go again. And we're done. Ready? Yep. Go. First round pick, Aaron Rodgers. Ooh, that's a good one. Why? Um, let's go with some uh, Galactic Double Daisy Cutter from oh. Happy. Because he's from, from, a, he's a from Chicago he's currently beer? living in that area. It's, ah, it, I, I, know, I, okay. I know the conflict there, but yeah. I couldn't think of any. I'm trying yeah, to think yeah, yeah. of, do you know any beers from Wisconsin? No. Off the top of your head. No, I don't. Breweries from Wisconsin. I don't. Oh, no, don't. you know what? So um, I had to go with something. I had to go with something in that. Region. I would say, okay, so I would I would lump toppling goliath in there but that's just because they're like iowa Mm -hmm. and that's close enough for me i know iowans are going to be pissed at me but you don't have a major football team in iowa so deal with it you could do yeah i i mean i guess i could go for like bells you know uh, that's still michigan Michigan. yeah right but but that's like i don't i really don't think i could name a single brewery from no, I, I could if I Surly. really thought about it. I Surly, could list one. Surly Wisconsin. is from Wisconsin. But, okay, all right, I get that, but I'm not going to drink with Mitch Trubisky because he's a bitch. So <laughs> he's fair enough. All right, so yeah, Aaron Rodgers. He, he gets a lot of he gets Galactic lot of Daisy Cutter. Uh, necessarily Galactic Double Daisy Cutter. Galactic like Double Rogers. Daisy Cutter. All right, it's got to be Aaron Rodgers. Like the number one pick has got to be Aaron Rodgers. That's fine. That's me, fine. You can't tell me that there's another quarterback that you'd like to drink with more than Aaron Rodgers. I can. Okay, I can, but I'm, but I'm not, I'm not going to. Uh, <laughs> okay, so the one that I would, uh, that I would want to drink with more than Aaron Rodgers is fucking Duck Hodges. Not my first no, round pick. That's not my first round pick. That's not my first round pick. Just because, <laughs> just because he was playing this weekend. Okay, and he's thrown into this horrible situation. That's why. But my number one pick is going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. All right. He that's he's just so he's so fucking handsome. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, that I know guy. he looks better by comparison to me no matter what. But I'm going to say Jimmy Garoppolo because the dude is bringing the 49ers back from the brink of extinction. They were talking Great. about moving that fucking team, okay? Oh yeah. They were talking about moving them to fucking Seattle. Or, or not, not Seattle. They were talking about moving them to somewhere on the West Coast. Just get them the fuck out of San Francisco. Like yeah. everybody in California is like, "Fuck, what the fuck is football? Let's move it all to L.A." Like this year. No, no, no. Jimmy Garoppolo is single handedly keeping the 49ers in San Francisco. Jimmy G. And you know what so, that opens you up to is is a hell of a lot of good beer in the Bay Area. Right. You have your pick of like probably 15 different breweries that are just fantastic. But I was going to say, and he's probably a light drinker, though. He's probably a light beer drinker. So I'm going to go with 21st Amendment, Hell or High Watermelon. 
Okay. I knew you were going to pick that. That's, I, knew, I knew it. I knew it. Don't. But that's a, that's a good call. That's don't, a good call. don't get it twisted, though. That's a hometown favorite for San Francisco. He's he's now a homer at this point. I don't care where okay. he's from. He he might be from Boston. He might be he's from one from of the, the Chicago area. Okay, so he might be from one of the premier craft beer uh, areas in the country. And I would still rather see him drinking a local beer to San Francisco. The only reason I say oh, yeah, that is because in the nineties, San Francisco was my team. Okay. I was always a Steelers fan. Don't get me wrong. Always a Steelers fan, but the Steelers were fucking, butt. in the eighties, they were terrible in the nineties up until like they got to 95 when they got to super bowl and still fuck a, uh, Neil O'Donnell. But, the the 49ers were it in the 90s and now he's making a name for himself on that football field every fucking week i know they lost today that's okay they're still 10 and fucking 2 just like the patriots are going to be when they lose to Houston tonight but yeah big time yeah it's going to be a big time uh, big time win for the Houston Texans tonight um i'm i'm, I'm watching this team and i'm thinking are, are you're you're good Oh yeah, no, 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 I'm done. I'm done. So go on so, with number th- number two. I'm watching two. this team, and I'm thinking Deshaun Watson would be a great pick for number two, but uh, I'm gonna mix it up. Okay, let's go. Um, the, the one person that that I think is probably seems like he'd be more interesting to drink with than maybe anybody else. Cam Newton. Really? Cam Newton has not played this year. Really? Yeah. yeah. You just Dude, you just sniped my tell, second man. round pick. You he's just sniped sto- my second round pick. He's got stories to tell. Man. He's got stories to tell. You know he does. <laughs> oh no, absolutely. Yeah, no, I'd have picked him. Newton that would have been my second. Auburn. I love. Right? I really do love. Cole the dude football. has had I know, I, nothing I know but a camera on him. It, but right for for years and years and all years. he's he, had is he a was, spotlight on him since he was, he was uh, since he was a freshman in college. Everybody wanted 18? everybody wanted his name on their jersey or on the, the on the highlight reel. He was Sports Center from the time he was 17 till last year. Yeah, and that's the thing. Little like not many people realize that he started at Florida. He he was on the Florida team that won the national championship of his freshman year with with Tim Tebow and whoever the hell else. Wait, was had. he redshirt? Like one of the greatest teams. No, he just didn't play that much, so he transferred. He uh, went to then he went to he went to junior college, lit it up in junior college, then went to Auburn, won the fucking Heisman, probably one of the greatest college seasons ever. Right. Um, I will say he was just definitely one of the most piece. like talked about names in college football for what two three years. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. I mean, I think he won the Heisman. I think he went he left right after that, but like. He was like a huge name when he got to Auburn. People were just like, "This guy's a fucking incredible athlete, incredible player." And then he—I mean, it really did translate to the NFL. And he hasn't really played that well recently, but he won the MVP in 2015. The guy is just a freak athlete. Like he's a—he's huge, cannon arm. Like has he won a Super just, Bowl though? I—I'm I, just blanking on this right now. He is not. No, he, okay. he made it to the Super Bowl, lost to Peyton in Peyton's final season. I, which um, you do, you bow out defense, to Peyton. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, but at the same time, Peyton played like trash that game. That was I was living in Lidditz when that game was played, and and it was it was all Denver's defense. I think Peyton Manning threw for like fucking 130 yards or something in that game. 
<laughs> so it's a, it's a, it really is a shame that Cam didn't win a Super Bowl that year because I don't think that they really have much of a chance. I'm not even sure if he's going to be on the Panthers next year. We'll see. All right, so uh, he, it's it's an easy easy pick for number two. I mean, he yeah, he, and you no, know you're he's right. got hella stories to tell. The other thing I'd really want to ask him about is he has this weird thing on Instagram where he types in this like crazy font. Have you seen this? No. If you haven't seen this, anybody that's listening, if you haven't seen this, go and just Google Cam Newton's Instagram page. He doesn't type in the regular font. He types with like these like weird letters that have like all these like fucking squiggles and shit. It's just like a. It's like, you know, those character, like all character font choices on Microsoft. Like Word. platypus he, like, types, or wing dings. Yeah, like wing dings. You can tell what he's saying, <laughs> but it's just the weirdest thing ever. He, he doesn't, he doesn't uh, type in the, like with the normal letters. It's just, it's absurd. I mean, a lot um, of people so do that now just to like get a, a, a rise out of people. But what are you drinking with Cam? So that's a good question. There's, there's, you know, I haven't really gone super far south um, on the East Coast for craft beer specifically. I've, I've really only been to Florida. We've been to South Carolina and stuff, but I, I don't know if, I mean, when I went to South Carolina, I, it was a, a trip when I was in like ninth grade. So I knew nothing about craft beer, that craft beer even existed at that point. Um, there's, there's well, let's go back then further north. Well, then let's go back uh, further. What's uh, what's he drinking in college? If he's going to college now at Auburn, oh, well, it's got to be Natterdays, right? I mean, I guess I don't know. Um, what about I Florida? Mean, what? Okay, so let's let's say you know he was in he was at Florida, right? So okay, tell okay. me what what okay. brewery in Florida are you drinking then? I, I guess you kind of have to just give it to Cigar City. I mean, Cigar City is is either them or Jay Wakefield. Um, I, I, I'm not uh, I'm not remembering anything specifically from Jay Wakefield. I mean, that's going to be that's going to be good there. It, it, Gainesville's not really that close to because they're in Miami. Jay Wakefield is, and I think Cigar City is somewhere down there. Tampa. As well. um, they're in Tampa. Cigar City is Tampa, yeah, but um, so Gainesville. I'm pretty sure Gainesville is a little bit further north. So, you know, take your pick from those two breweries. But uh, Cam Newton, second round pick, easy. All right, fair enough. I um, so I'm going around in my head, and I'm trying to think of like somebody like off the beaten path or like a, a rags to riches type story. And I don't want to keep picking people that were under Tom Brady's tutelage and then got their own team. So <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, the, so, oh man, I'm really stalling out here. Sorry. <laughs> uh, let me go with the, uh, the golden boy from the Super Bowl last year. All right. Shares my name. I'm going to call it, we're going to go Nick Foles. Was that last year or was that two years ago? A couple of years ago. Two years ago. ago. All right. Nick Foles. Nick Foles, that's a, that's a, a crazy pick because he, I, that's another, you, you keep picking, I think that you're thinking of like good craft beer cities and you're like, who plays quarterback? No, 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 no. This is because you're picking really good craft beer cities. And I'm like, damn, I should have thought about that before I just started spouting out. No, no, no. I was saying Garoppolo first, no matter what, because he's been balling out this year. Um, And I don't want to pick Lamar Jackson because I hate Baltimore. 
with every ounce He's of my abuse, being. Though. I mean, you would like, no, you would I, like to drink with that guy. Though, I would. Yeah, I feel like he would be a good dude. Like, I don't, I don't care how cool of a person he is. I still hate Baltimore more than yeah. life itself. So, <laughs> but I'm going to go with the, the hated rivalry city of PA and say Nick Foles of Philadelphia Eagle fame. Is he still playing for them? He, he, no, he actually he started for the Jaguars today and then got benched midway through. He made a hell of a lot of money after winning Super Bowl. MVP. Oh yeah, that's oh, absolutely. So, but the thing you know, is, get your I money, would, fam. Get your money. I would absolutely drink with that guy, based on the fact that he's just out there making money. He's he's a uh, opportunist, right? Oh yeah, and he's he's playing at the level that he needs to, to make his money. And then he's done, you know, type of thing. So I'm going to go with Nick Foles and I don't even know where he's from. I don't know anything about the guy really other than that was the one that popped into my head. That's not from new England. Who's made a name for himself. So he started <laughs> at, uh, he started at Arizona. Arizona is where he went to college. Then he played for the Rams, I think for a little while, uh, Obviously went to the Eagles, won the Super Bowl back in, I think it was 2017. It was the 2016 season into the 2017 playoffs. Um, but man, dude, just you have you have like so many breweries at your disposal yeah. on, on the eastern half of Pennsylvania. I'm going to go ahead and, and pick the, the easy pick, though. And I'm going to pick something off the wall, beer style-wise, but I'm going to stick with a big name. And go with Tired Hands Milkshake IPA. Something just like really flavor-packed lactose. You know, what they're known for. Mm -hmm. But that's what I'm drinking with Nick Foles. He gets it. Yeah, no, he definitely gets it going for sure. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, Yeah, and I'm sure when he gets, you know, a few beers in him, he's he's probably got some good stories to tell as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's been all over the country. Yeah, yeah, right. When he was living in Arizona in college, like Arizona is supposedly one of the craziest party schools, you know, in the country. So that's a good pick. That's a really Playboy top 10 every year. Yeah, I was going to say that's another it's another easy pick, because if you're thinking of that 2016, 2017 Eagles team. Clearly, you're not going to pick Carson Wentz because I'm pretty sure that dude doesn't drink at all. Right? Yeah, he's probably uh, some he would, sort of. He would be somebody that I would like to hang out with. I just don't think you can get him to drink beer. Right? Maybe he does. I don't know. That's a, wait. Isn't he's he Mormon? Just a very religious man. He's a very religious. Oh, that's right. He's just very religious. He's not Mormon. I'm sorry. Person. Okay. Um, um, all right. So your third pick. All right. We're getting down the list here. You might as well go with somebody big name, right? Oh yeah. Oh, of course. Of course. So Patty Mahomes. All right. Easy. MVP, Fair enough. 2018 MVP beast on the field. Uh, good, good ass looking dude too. He's got like the greatest hair in maybe the history of the NFL. His eyes, his eyes and with he's that complexion in a with Troy Polamalu, and I love him that much more. He's just a great. He's a great looking dude. He seems so <laughs> cool. He's super young. He's like a, he's like my age too, which is cool. You know, we we I'm sure we could have a lot of conversations about millennial type things. Um. This one is so easy. This is a fucking slam dunk boulevard. Absolutely. If you didn't say boulevard, hey, I was about to come through the iPad Jimmy, and punch Jimmy, you. That's like a that's like a dinner served now, NBA. Now which NBA which boulevard though? Are you going with like the Belgian or Tank Seven or, or yeah, are you going with I like, like a 
like a more standard, yeah, like an IPA. Many, I've or... had a lot of good stuff from them. They, they do like some good sour series, stuff like that. Um, I would say something like that would be, would be kind of cool. Pat Mahomes seems like he would be a guy who would be up for anything. You yeah. know, he, he would just be like, yeah, dude, I'm riding, you know, I'm riding the wave, you know? And, He's like, don't uh, worry. Let's, I, let's I bundled my Mahomes and auto. Yeah, exactly. The guy is just so likable. He's like he's sort of like Aaron Rodgers. I picked two. I picked two State Farm spokespeople <laughs> yeah. uh, in my top three, which I didn't really think about. You really did. Said, you really I, did. I'm sure that's. I'm sure there's something subliminal going on because I've seen that commercial probably eighty five times, times today. Yeah, yeah, just today because I I watched like four football games today. But um, yeah, that's that seems like a pretty pretty easy pick. So running down my list, you got Aaron Rodgers, Cam Newton, Pat Mahomes. Hell of a lineup. That's a that's a big lineup. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, it, it's it's way better than my fantasy team if you put those three together. For sure. Yeah, for sure. All right, so uh, let's uh, <laughs> let's bring it home, Nick. All right. Uh, um, final so, final choice. So I've gone kind of off the off the path with my two picks, right? Not not necessarily your big house names, right? Uh, so I got to go with somebody that's a little bit more of a household name. Okay. And I feel like this is going to be a bad pick no matter what, but I'm going to go with Russell Wilson. All right. Not doing so hot this season. Their, their record shows that Seattle is not one of the strongest teams in the NFC, but I feel like he'd be a good dude to have a beer with. Wait, what did he's, they? He's like in, he's in the running for MVP. I like know he is. That's what I'm saying. He's led them the to team. Like, they're like nine and three. No way. No, that I thought is, they were, I, I thought they lost they today. Finish. Didn't they lose today? Did they lose today? I thought they lost yeah, today. Think, wait, did they play? I don't even think they played today. They play tomorrow or something. Dude, they're, they have Oh no, like that's right. You're right. You're right. You're right. They're on Monday night. <laughs> um, I, I honestly don't know what the hell I'm talking about then. Um, Jesus Christ. You're just like, you're like throwing out, you were like, uh, Russell Wilson, like two years ago when he had like the worst record in the NFC. Correct. Uh, but yeah, no, this, that's another, another pretty interesting choice. I want to hear your reasoning. Okay. So the reason is I know that that man would probably never drink a craft beer. Okay. I'm going to throw it out there. So you become the expert. You, you, and by comparison, you make yourself sound way cooler and way more interesting than you really are in real life. What do you mean? Great call, Nick. You are. What do you mean? You're hitting some. You're hitting some home runs here, but big guy. What oh, do you mean? Jesus oh Christ. no, they they've actually. Wow. Okay, so they're like nine and two. <laughs> they're a good team. Yeah, they're a very. I'm good sorry. Team. I don't know I don't who know the fuck I was about. thinking of then. I, that's that's my bad. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean though? Like are you are you being sarcastic right now? No, I'm saying like it's it's a good choice because you can. It would be nice to have something over these people, you know, like they have pretty much everything. A lot of these guys are like super good looking, have like beautiful wives, that kind of stuff. Like millions of dollars. Room, yeah. Yeah. Millions of dollars. All of that. If you were to get them in a room and, and they were like legitimately interested uh, in, in like what you had to say about craft beer, like I think that would be a cool thing to, to like have over them or to like to speak ab- about later on. Be like, yeah, like he loved it. I like taught him so much about craft beer. Like that's it would cool at least thing. be something, 
right? Yeah. Like yeah. I, I can't sit there and talk football for more than fifteen minutes without sounding like, you're like not an as idiot. Good looking as him, like you, you aren't as athletic. Clearly, right? um, we just spent or, a half an like hour talking about shape. football quarterbacks, and I didn't know the record of the last guy that I picked. Okay. Yeah. Right. Who is right. having a so, phenomenal season? The the Seattle. It's crazy too because you like you follow along with the NFL. I do. Maybe That's you the don't thing. Watch like every game, but you do. I try to I try to pay attention to the stats and stuff like that. I just don't watch everybody's record. And for some reason, I thought that Seattle was struggling this year. So beside that, I'm still picking Russell Wilson because I don't think that the man would ever touch a craft beer, right? But at the same time, I feel like sitting down with him over a beverage would be really interesting because I think that he's genuinely like an interesting person. Like, I don't think he'd be an asshole. You know, he gets into a lot of things too. Like I, I feel like he, he does a lot of like philanthropy and he probably has a foundation, all that kind of stuff. And he's in, he's in a bunch of commercials. He probably, and plus he's, he's married to Sierra. So by association, he has a shitload of like rich and wealthy and talented friends and probably very attractive friends. Yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> and but, it's, it's never a bad time when you have to hang out with other attractive people. Right. Just uh, like myself included. Not, yeah, right? not, I said that. I said that wrong. As soon as I said it, I, can't, I was like, I, um, I, have to, I let have me to just that let back. me just puff out my chest real quick here. Yeah, um, right. So the uh, the beer that I'm drinking with Russell Wilson though, and I want to say before I spill the beans on this, um, I don't know much about Seattle craft beer. Okay. I know enough about like the big names out there. You know, you have like your Ninkasi and I don't even know if they're still around anymore. Like, I haven't heard anything about Ninkasi is in Oregon actually, but yeah. yeah. Um, but like uh, Pacific Northwest, let's say, okay. So like, uh, but like Fremont, right. Fremont is a big name and I would want something from their, like their big barrel age collection, right. Cause they're kind of like a voodoo for Seattle, right? They do a lot of wax barrel or wax bottles. They do a lot of barrel aged stuff and really cool series and that kind of thing. So I would say I'd want a Fremont stout that has like a lot of character, but not a lot of adjuncts. I would want something a little bit more straightforward barrel aged to drink with. Yeah. And that, I think that that weaves in well with what the Pacific Northwest is known for specifically, Seattle in, you know, a big coffee town, you know, the, the birthplace of Starbucks, right. Effectively runs the world when it comes to coffee in the U S. Yeah. So that's, that's who I'd pick. I'd say a Fremont stout of some sort, maybe, uh, like I said, coffee stout or barrel, uh, well, definitely barrel aged, but something, something with like a little bit of adjunct, maybe not too much, nothing that's like, you're not talking like your pastry boys or like a, like a waffle stout or something like that. I'd say something really, yeah. really like straight edge Fremont stout. Man, what a, I think that this, this went really well. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I want to commend us and, and mostly you and me and, and us. not quite everybody else who's on this podcast, <laughs> which is nobody. So, Let's, uh, <laughs> let's, let's wind it down. I think um, this is a good time, uh, to, to, uh, maybe call it quits for the evening. Uh, talk about some stuff that we have coming up here. All right. So there are two things I want to talk about 
while you're saying that. One, we're going to do a lightning round at the end of this, and you're going to pick one person and one beer, and that's all you're going to say. We're not going to go into any explanation or anything like that. It's just going to be one person, one beer. But I'm going to drop that on you when I'm done. So, a this, person of a different category? No, it's going to be a similar, similar, like an ad, like a, like a similar category. But sure. it's going to be, uh, it's, it, uh, it'll put you on your toes. Okay. So, what I want to say is this week was Thanksgiving, right? Black Friday, we already talked about. I want to talk about the day before, right? So, we went down to Dancing Gnome early. And I got to hang out with Sean and uh, his neighbor, Mike, in line at Dancing Gnome. We got there like super early. It was like two o'clock in the afternoon, right? And they open at four. And I was at the door to the brewery. So you know how the line kind of goes from the garage door back to the street and then down the street. We were only like 12th or 15th in line, somewhere in that range, at two o'clock. And it was a double underscore release. My mind was blown, but by four o'clock it was down past the VFW. Like it was 300 people long. So it was a, it was a good time. We had a, we had a lot of good beers in line. Um, Mike brought a parish brewing triple IPA and it was phenomenal. Um, One of the most, like hop forward, like dank as hell IPAs. So that was like my Thanksgiving right there was just that one can of beer. And then we ran into cans, Pittsburgh bill. Who's been on the podcast, um, cracked open a smoogie from, uh, imprint brewing. Um, I'm just name dropping at this point, but, uh, had an, had an imprint, had a, uh, Butler brew works beer and uh, a couple other ones while we were sitting in line there with grist house and, you know, um, Shit, I can't remember what else we had, but it was it was a great time hanging out with everybody. Everybody sharing beers. Uh, uh, Bob, Sean's friend, was passing around a uh, bottle of Super Soaker from Trillium that was incredible. It was like a um, peach oak aged uh, wild firm beer. It was incredible. So I had a blast. Sarah came and picked me up later. And then on Thursday, we celebrated Thanksgiving with uh, the Yam Jam and the Bird Series. And um, what was the other one they released that week? Uh, uh, Stiff Trampoline was the other collab they did with Thin Man. We talked a little bit about that last week. Uh, Go check out that episode. Uh, Alex and I went over all of our Thanksgiving food and... uh, (laughs) <laughs> pairings like the the side side dishes and all that as far as what you would hop or drop um that was a fun episode so <laughs> but that was uh that was my week leading up to thanksgiving and then obviously i had nothing but work the next three days and now here i am drinking again so jake what do you got for the end of the episode here not much uh as i mentioned that some point uh before the podcast i think we got into it a little bit uh i think i might take a little bit of a break uh from drinking but i will be uh getting back into it coming home uh december 19th is the the flight date for me to come back to pittsburgh so i have about nine ten days uh worth of 
some debauchery in me uh, when I get home, and I'm really looking forward to that. So we'll we'll have a, another episode where we're all in uh, in studio and uh, hopefully bouncing around with some of the local players. But that's all I got for this episode. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. We're gonna wrap it up um, with one final lightning round. Ready? So any NFL player and what beer you drink with them. Current NFL player. Um, I've always liked Demarius Thomas. Demarius Thomas uh, was was one of Peyton Manning's wide receivers uh, during their Super Bowl winning season in 2015, I want to say it was, which we mentioned a little bit earlier. All right, that's not how this goes. It's the lightning round. Demarius Thomas, what beer? Fat tire. That's an okay pick. I appreciate you. All right. I'm going with Vontez Perfect because I want to just punch him in the face. Um, <laughs> with hops. Yes, with hops. Um, and I'm going to go with the pallet wrecker, all right? Just uh, because he's an asshole. Uh, <laughs> you're just gonna you're gonna wreck his palate with hops. And yep. Hopefully, he never tastes anything delicious again in his life. Exactly. That's that's my that's my uh, my lightning round. Vontez perfect with palate record. All right. And so that- we are out. Thank you guys for drinking along with us. If you're drinking, if you're at the gym, running on the treadmill, get at it. You got another quarter mile in you for sure. Get it done. All right. Cheers. Hello, and welcome to the end of the podcast. You made it this far, so why don't you go and follow us on social media? At The Weekly Recap on Instagram. At The Weekly Recap 1 on Twitter. Or email us, theweeklyrecap1 at gmail.com. And we'll see you next week.